everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hello, Effort of Community Church friends and family. We hope you're well. I'm Jim Merman. I'm the teaching pastor, and I'm here with the with the guy I like, <laughs> the man, the myth, the borderline legend, executive pastor, Wes Segrist. Uh, Jim, you always keep me laughing, you know? It's well, one of the things I love about you. It keeps us young. <laughs> so all that to say, Wes delivered uh, a great sermon. Um, Wes has to be one of my favorite expository preachers. Uh, I used to shudder at the three-point sermons, but I will sit through a seven-pointer with Wes. Um, he just uh, has a gift to pull out such wonderful, wonderful oh, stuff. And I just want to say thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. It's a joy. As you know, I can't change how God's made me and how I think and how I unpack things, that's but right. people stayed and listened, so that's, that's right. a win from the weekend. But no, God's been so faithful, and I've really enjoyed this series. And you know, as you know, uh, when you get an opportunity to preach and teach God's Word, uh, there's not. it takes your disciplines to another level. Mm-hmm. And just digging into God's Word um, through the minor prophets that we're in, um, yeah. but particularly in Jonah, has been was really uh, special for me. Yeah, so yeah, me too. I received as much out of it as I gave, yeah, for, for sure. Well, I just want to make sure we pause. I think there's a culture of honor that we try yeah. to live by here. Mm-hmm. And although I'm applying humor to it, I, I think sometimes we recognize the gifts and the graces that are in our midst. And mm-hmm. Wes Thank is you. one of those. Truthfully, sometimes I get in conversations after church and you know, usually someone will come up and say something like, I just want you to know I really like it when you preach. I like it. Or, But I get real candid with them. I'm like, yeah. come on, honestly, who's second place then? And so and then other people will admit to me, like, I like Kevin. But I had this one person one time say, you know, I like Wes. Matter of fact, Wes is the only one I understand. Oh, my. <laughs> so it wasn't oh, even preference. It's like the rest of you, the rest of you guys I don't get. Yeah. But, yeah, we, you don't realize how exciting yeah, well, it is when yeah. Kevin and has a team that he works with, just so yeah. you know, when it comes to programming. And we, we Kevin tends to have the seed idea for where we want to mm-hmm. go in our pulpit ministry, mm-hmm. but he turns to a team and he submits it to them. Yeah. And it's fun to see some yeah. of the topics. And, you know, we had such an exciting fall with Invisible, excuse yeah. me, spring with Invisible Kingdoms. Yep. Then we moved into the work of the Holy Spirit, right? Which, of yeah. course, with the visible kingdoms, that makes sense. So at first I thought, wow, what a pivot to Jonah and then the reading <laughs> series in the Minor Prophets. But there's a lot of stuff coming uh, at us in this. And uh, I'm with you. I, this has been an exciting yeah. series, and I'm up this week. It's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. And we've been hearing from many of you. You know, you're emailing the church or on your Connect cards. You're giving information back and just expressing just your appreciation or even your insights. Uh, and that's awesome that's because, right. you know, the cool thing about studying God's Word is it's so layered, right? Like, I mean, there was probably 18 messages out of chapter one, right? right? We just hit one. But God's continuing to speak through His Word, and He is true to His promise. His Word never returns void. And so keep studying, keep digging deep into God's Word. And we just want to encourage you. Um, And if you've been away from God's Word, we're calling this Comeback Summer, right? right. Come back. So come back to God's Word. Um, That's one of the pieces as well. So And sometimes you need guides to do that. And I really think Wes is right that not only are the Scriptures layered, They're designed to be looked at from multiple angles. That's just how the kingdom of God is. You know, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. These Mm -hmm. different ways 
please to look in on it. And I just want to again say the way Kevin launched the series, yeah. what Wes did, and Wes and I were just chatting about the angle I'm taking, and it's yeah. just I'm looking forward it, to it, Jim. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know what? <laughs> Let's hope it comes together, people, oh, or else my will. performance evaluation will be not so good this quarter. Well, well, but to your point, Jim, you know that's one of the beauties I think of working together as a that's team, right. and teamwork is a value here at Africa Community Church. And as we share in God's word together, we're coming at it as a team. And that's so, right. you know, just uh, hearing different perspectives out of that, that's I think, right. makes us stronger together. It opens it up. So yeah. I get to dive in now. The beauty of being the service pastor, which I was this week, is I get to steward the You uh, were podcast. in rare form, by the way, I thought. I just... Uh, <laughs> this is, of course, you're always in rare form. <laughs> that's right. That's it, right. Come on. It was Fox Meadows ice cream. That's How can right. you not be that's in right. rare form? Yeah, sorry, Saturday night, folks. So. Oh, <laughs> goodness. What? But hey, just so you know, you Saturday nighters normally get the treats. We that's were thrilled right. to be able to have Fox Meadows on uh, celebrating Father's mm-hmm. Day. But I get the privilege of stewarding the podcast, so that means I get to pick some of the kind of mm. opening questions. And I will say this, Wes, one of the lines that you, matter of fact, it was your first point, but it really stood mm-hmm. out to me. And I want to read it the way you wrote it, because at first it rubbed me a little bit. Okay. Meaning, sure. And, but, but, uh, so I want to push and pull <laughs> on it. But God will often ask you to do things you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, what a powerful phrase it. God will often ask you to do something you don't want to do. Now, I grew up in a stream of the church mm-hmm. where that was sometimes negatively used in discipleship. Yep. Like, you didn't want to tell God you didn't want to do something because that guaranteed yeah. God don't would make you do Don't send me to Africa. It. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to be a missionary. Get your pith helmet. Uh, yeah, so, right. But no, that's not the heart of this, right? right? But, oh, but So we're, t- unpack it a little bit more, yeah, and yeah. I might throw an angle on it too. Well, you know, uh, the, the father... Uh, I walk in my, in my own walk with the Lord, I realize how much selfishness is within me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't realize that. We see that, obviously, in our kids. From the very first kind of breath they take and they start crying, you realize right. the selfishness that's there. And as I grow and mature in my walk with the Lord, I continue, the Lord gently continues to reveal the selfishness that's that right. is within my own heart. And so I have discovered that what God often asks me to do is not because He's trying to uh, make me, uh, uh, how would I say, be so controlling of my life or so box me in that, aha, I got you, and I'm going to make you uncomfortable in life. That's That's not the heart of God at all. And so understanding God's heart, understanding his goodness, that I can trust him in that, he often will ask me to do things I don't feel like doing because it doesn't fit my paradigm, if you say. And I'm hearing you say this, like, there is enough depravity or even sin in human beings that yeah. God sometimes has to bust in and say, just do this. But I also That's think right. I was always discipled to believe that two things bring bondage or wrong yeah. into the world, and it's sin and ignorance. Yeah. And that God That's spends so half good. the Bible just battling our ignorance, yeah. meaning whatever it is in life, we only listen to the voices we want to listen to, yeah. we only build the paradigms we want to build, we only do that which is comfortable yeah. to us, which isn't yeah. always sin, because I don't think God coming... No, that's right. I don't think God coming to Paul in a Macedonian right. vision and saying, hey, I know you're built to be the that's best right. Jewish evangelist and theologian ever, but if you don't mind, yeah. I want to send you yeah. to the Gentiles. Well, and, and, and even to build a little bit further off that, Jim, you know, oftentimes when God asks us to do things, it's not always convenient. That's right. Yeah. I, I, you've probably noticed that as well, uh, as I have, like when God speaks to you, like, hey, go sh- tell somebody or, God loves them. Or donate or, more money or than donate you think mo- right. you're and, you, and you're like, available. man, it's just not convenient. Like, I'm busy, you know? I'm I, And I think about, you know, Jesus' parable um, of the Good Samaritan, mm-hmm. you know, the Levite, and they, you know, they passed the other side. Why? I think largely because they didn't want to be inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. Again, it's getting at selfishness, right? Yeah. And so yeah. God often asks us to do things that we don't want to do because w- the issue is inconvenient. I don't have the time. I, well, I don't know if I want my resource that way, whatever it may be. 
And so it, yeah. it's a real it's a real heart challenge, yeah, and that's yeah. hard to swallow. Yeah, right? I had Which one is... not long ago where I clearly felt the Lord asked me to do something, but it made huh. no logical sense if I would have ran a pro and con sheet. Yep. But when I did it, I saw a breakthrough. So even God sees such a bigger it's, picture. He does. That sometimes he's asking us to do something, as you said, we don't want to do in the moment because right. we can't actually pro and con That's it right. out, right? But God's like, I got my ways are a bit higher than your ways. Trust me on this one. Right, so. right. And, it, and that's, that's the tension because letting go and letting God that's right. is sounds easy, but right. boy, is it hard sometimes. Now, here's where it gets hard. Let's get back to Jonah on this. Yeah. Jonah didn't want to go, I think, for a couple of reasons, but one mm-hmm. specifically, he didn't like the Ninevites. Right? Oh, absolutely. So you're getting asked to go and actually talk to someone or care for someone. That's we right. had one of, Each week, we have someone who uh, spends a week in prayer for a prophetic word mm-hmm. for our community, and they share it pre-service, and then we actually pray over it and see if the Spirit's as a community, seeing if the Spirit's mm-hmm. going to use it. And and the word we got this week from Ben and Ann Martin, who uh, was it was that God was going to be working in relationships and even asking yeah. us to step out in obedience in relationships, yeah. right? And that's a hard one. When, <laughs> that is, when, especially when, when the broken, other offends you, right? Exactly, um, exactly. And I think that's what we get with Jonah yeah. is it's like, hold a second, that people group offends me. That yeah. cousin offends yeah. me. That member of the family or that person at work. Yeah. And that's when the Lord sometimes says, you got to trust yeah. me on this. Take that first step of vulnerability and see if I yeah. don't open up the door. And, and I've, I've struggled with that on a couple occasions in my own life, Jim, where you know I've sensed God's asked me to do something, but I've already prejudged that person, yeah. whether I know them well or I don't. Right. I've, I, we make prejudgments, um, or we project things. Exactly, and, psychologists would say right. you're projecting you're, their you're response. response. Right. And it's like, oh my! And so that keeps me from doing it. So the uncomfortability, the inconvenience, all those are reasons why it feels to us like God is asking us to do something That's we don't right. want to do. So we, I just want to, you know, podcasts are different than sermons. But I just want to pause for a minute. I want to speak to anyone who might be mm-hmm. watching this, who it is churning in you that there's a relationship that. Mm-hmm. There is an obedience factor in it. The Lord needs you to get over that initial first hump. I just want to say you got this. Matter of fact, my mug says it. You got this. Oh, that's good, right? Jim. I just grabbed that one. I was like, that's going to be fun. But all that to say, yeah. literally, we are praying for you, and we believe yeah. for you as a community that you can take that step. Amen. Um, good work. Now, um, I want to do this, too. I love to ask this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. When, when you're preparing a message, you got 30 yeah. to 35 <laughs> minutes to deliver so much, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. those of us who've spent time around words, we've heard other people speak, so yeah. we have their commentary in, this, in a good way, their, their thoughts running through our head. What did you leave out? Like, what do yeah. you wish you could have spent more time on or actually gotten to? Well, how much time do we have? That's no, right. I'm just 30, <laughs> yeah. 35 <laughs> seconds. Okay. Well, you know, I think one of, one of the pieces was uh, that really even spoke to me, and I could have spent a lot more time on this. One, this the, one of the points I made around when we flee God's presence, it always mm. leads to problems. And I, I have found that in my own life that the bigger our problems usually the smaller my purpose feels. And my purpose mm-hmm. really comes from being aligned with Jesus mm-hmm. and being in alignment with Him. And so when I step out of that purpose, my problems feel so much bigger. But I've discovered that I could still have the same problems in life, but those problems feel smaller as I understand my purpose mm-hmm. and my, my purpose in Christ. And so there's there's that, that connection to the Lord, um, His presence, uh, and we pray for that here. That's right, Every weekend, God, we need your presence. You've 
we've heard Pastor Kevin say that multiple times. Exodus 33 is kind of the, the root of that. You know, God, right. if you don't go with me, I'm not going, you know, that That's whole right. that whole piece. And so God's presence um, is huge. And I don't think any of us would say, oh, yeah, I want to flee God's presence, because I don't think that's in our heart. But it gets back to something we are talking about earlier when it comes to obedience. Like, right. you know, we do things, God asks us to do things, well, okay, we don't want to do, so then we don't do them. That's right. And that's the yeah. disobedience piece. And so what we don't realize is that actually is creating some distance, not, not God getting distance from us, but yeah. us from Him. Yeah, I heard two reminders in that um, about staying aligned with God and being available. Because obedience mm-hmm. is much easier when you have a sense of purpose, right? Oh, It's oh, when amen. your purpose gets thrown Obedience is one of the yeah. ways the enemy moves in. And truthfully, yeah. our own sense of being gets misaligned, right? That's right. But I also heard a second thing. So one, a sense of purpose. But let's admit some of us don't always have that. There yeah. are certain even seasons in my Christian walk where I lost my sense of purpose. Yeah. But the second thing you shared is if you're ever struggling with a sense of purpose, then go practice yeah. the presence of God. Oh, that's that's a, you, you, follow you me, said like, it better than I. Yes, like, I like that. Because I remember when yeah, I went through a good. season about yeah. three years ago where I was walking through something difficult, couldn't get purpose yeah. because so many other things had misaligned themselves in my life. I just remember deciding I'm not going to miss a church service anywhere. And that may sound like a religious yeah. spirit to some people, but I decided to be at every gateway night. Every so it was a decision to be in his presence. I had to be in his presence. Oh, that's really and good. And I didn't even really go good. demanding purpose. It was more yeah. like all I know to yeah. do in these great times is get into the presence yeah. of God, even if it's just washing over me. Yeah. And then that's purpose really eventually realigns. And then, of course, obedience comes that's off right. of that. And Jonah was doing exactly the opposite. Oh. He was trying to get as far from the presence of God right. as he possibly it actually, could. Isn't it funny? The scriptures actually say, and he fleed <laughs> he, from God. Exactly. Right? He's, like, he's exactly. actually like, I can't even handle you being this that's intimate right. and giving me a that's purpose. Right. right? That's right. Uh, so yeah. I'm out of here. And I don't know if anyone's ever gotten there to where, <laughs> to where you've lost your sense of purpose and you actually flee yeah. presence because yeah. you feel that it comes yeah. with almost like the sun coming home, the prodigal son. It's like, yeah. no, let me live in the barn. Yeah. I just want the safety of your barn, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> I don't even I don't want to be a son again. And God's like, ah, oh, you know what? I'll be the judge of yeah. um, where you land. And but, so that, that alignment to God's presence, you know, just to kind of go off your point a little bit more, Jim, yeah. is that that sometimes it takes it does take intentionality. I'm struck by that in just your own, what you just shared, yeah. that, um, you know, we say, oh, God, just fill me. Here I am. And then we wait. And then, well, I don't feel anything, and then we give up. Oh yeah, you can't. Right, yeah, but you can't do that. Got to right? just sit and saturate. You got to right. sit and saturate, and you got to be disciplined. And sometimes, sometimes it's 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 multiple, right? right. It's multiple oh. ways of pursuing and, and engaging and and seeking, and uh, yeah, and just receiving and resting. That's that right. you know, Psalms one thirty nine. There's no place we can flee from His presence. That's right. And it's not that we were trying to flee. Sometimes we just don't feel it in the same way, exactly. the ways that we'd like to be feeling. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, but as we sit in his presence, boy, does alignment come. Uh, God does a work in us that we probably can't even see, actually, and mm-hmm. understand. And out of that alignment comes a desire to be obedient to That's him. That's right. And you can probably tell in our hearts as pastors, uh, you having a purpose, you having alignment in your interior being and what that is, that's mm-hmm. so important to us here. But yeah. we are giving you a piece of advice. If that's off for a season, you can't seem to yeah. put a finger on it, practice the presence of God. Uh, yep. Get among the community. Get to places. And if you get there and even get tempted to be angry that other people seem to connect yep. with God, just sit there. Just stay yep. there long enough and watch what just being saturated in the presence yep. of God can do to break through with purpose, yep. alignment, and stuff like and, that. And even, and even if you're 
struggling as you're reading God's word, even in the minor yes. prophets. I know it's a hard discipline for some, but take a pen, take a pad, um, and just sit with God in a scripture and listen. Mm-hmm. And notice, maybe there's a verse that you need to rewrite. Maybe there's a phrase that pops out. A word that and jumps ju- out. A, ju- right. a word, exactly. And just spend two, three, four, five sentences just kind of reflecting on that. Again, it's another way of engaging the Lord mm-hmm. in his presence. Um, or maybe it's spend some time at Gateway, the Gateway House of Prayer. God's presence is all over just that piece of real That's estate. Right. That's right. Um, but it's a great way to worship and pray and seek the Lord. Or maybe it's just turning worship music on in your home. I mean, we're just giving you little suggestions of That's just right. practical things that we can do to practice the presence of the Lord. Exactly right. And I love this. When those things are going on, presence and purpose, obedience is so much easier, right? It is. And not that and a hot blessing. mess begins it, to happen. That's right. Or you end up on the... Wrong side of that, yeah. wrong side of what God's doing, right? That's right. Now, let's end on the goodness of God. Sure. There is nothing, you, we cannot deny where this book ends. It, yeah. it ends in an intimate conversation between Jonah and God because God's yeah. just not into 120,000 plus souls. That's right. He's, he cares about Jonah and Jonah. all of his messed upness, right? If so. I was God, I would like, <laughs> Find me another. That's problem. right. That's right. That's right. That's a whole other sermon. So. That's right. That's the goodness of God. So, yeah. Wes, I love, I love chatting yeah. with you. Likewise, Jim. And I'm looking forward to this weekend. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your prayers for this series. And we're mm-hmm. praying for you that God's word would continue to come alive. You'd be blessed. You'd be encouraged um, in your walk with Jesus Christ. That's right. Have a great week. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community